0: Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Since we've been doing a sexual series episode in the last few months, I've been getting a lot of emails from my listeners, from you guys, about what are some of the products that we can buy to improve our sexual experiences? We talked about pegging last time. You guys asked me about what are some of the sex toys that you can use for it. And that's why I decided to record this episode to talk about the things that you would need in the bedroom to have satisfying sexual experiences. Spoiler alert, most of the things that I believe people need are not the thing they can buy. So it's more about cultivating the attitude traits. But trust me, I work with lots of lots of couples and individuals around their sexual health and if you make sure you're cultivating these traits and characteristics, it will help you to have more of a satisfying Sex life. I was thinking about who can I have this conversation with? I immediately thought about Jeff. Jeff and I, we have talked in the past. He has a, a sexual wellness company. And whenever we're chatting, we, we end up talking about a number of different things and products and newest thing in the market and sex life and all of these things for hours. That's why I invited Jeff to join me in this conversation. So there is a part of conversation that we're going to talk about that Characteristics, qualities that you want to have in order to have better sexual experiences. And at the end, we're going to talk about some products. Jay Abraham is the CEO of Absorption Pharmaceutical, whose lead product, Promescent, is addressing global needs for men suffering from premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction. Also, I wanted to say thank to Promescent. They've been our sponsor for this month. I'm grateful for their support. The way that we built this collaboration, I mentioned their product in a in an article I was writing for for another platform, and they reached out to me. So whether they're paying me or not paying me, I'm a big fan. You can check their sexual wellness product in their website promescent.com, spelled P-R-O. M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. They have a range of different wonderful products. We're going to talk about some in the interview. They offer free shipping and 60-day no-hassle money-back guarantee. All right, without further ado, here's my conversation with Jeff Abraham. welcome to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited and honored to welcome back Jeff Abraham to our show. Jeff, welcome back.
1: It's my pleasure to be here.
0: I am very excited about this conversation because, you know, one of the common questions I get from people is that what kind of a material I have, like sexic material you recommend. It's like from colleagues, even, you know, when I go to psychology conferences, everyone want to know what's out there and there are things that you can buy and there are things that you have to bring it yourself with your characteristic attitude personality so we're going to cover both and me and you whenever we're chatting i feel like i'm i'm talking to a friend and we have such a different perspective and experiences right you 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 always share with me that how you talk to many, many people who are interested in your product, with whether it's a customers or people who are struggling with sexual health challenges. I, I hear that you're so invested in this. And I see people in my office and also from our listeners. So this is going to be great. So I'm very, very excited to have you. It's my
1: pleasure. Like I said, I enjoy your work and I think you're doing something that's really necessary in opening people up to having a higher degree of intimacy.
0: And I'm very excited, right? That because as, as, as we before started talking about this, and you mentioned that we're doing all these activities, all this kind of like health focused stuff to help us to have a better experiences and connection with our partner. So we're going to teach you what you need to know and what you need to bring to the bedroom. So let's talk about characteristics and traits. What's number one that you have on your list?
1: In terms of intimacy?
0: Right. Like, so if if people want to kind of see what they need to cultivate to bring into the bedroom, what do you recommend people to have as far as the attitude, trades, all those things?
1: I would say open, honest communication would be number one, hands down. Without open, honest communication, I don't care what other traits you bring in, it doesn't matter. I I sometimes am baffled because some people say, well, I want to use this product, but I want to make sure my partner doesn't know. And I'm like, if you're intimate with someone, there should be no secrets, okay? Because number one, it's good for emotional intimacy leads to better physical intimacy. And also, it's not right to be using something that the other might affect the other person that they're unaware of, okay? So that's number one. Open, honest communication. Number two, I think bring your creativity. So many people get into routines. I don't care how much of a great lover you think you are. When you've been with someone over a period of time, it's just human nature. You get into routine. Step out of your routine. Even if it feels comfortable every once in a while, shock your partner. It's good for you and her or you and him or whoever. You know what I mean? To go, we're not going to do the same thing we've been doing over and over and over again. When they say familiarity breeds contempt, they say it for a reason. It does shake it up. Go on a hike. And if you're in a secluded area, make love to your partner outside. Okay. Even that slight risk of being stumbled upon, it literally adds to the overall appeal. And, you know, and everyone loves a little bit of edginess. So don't ever, I don't care if you have a great relationship, you're happily married for 20 years, don't fall into the trap of having a routine sex life, okay? It's important that you shake things up and, you know, keep things fresh. That's very, very important. Those two things, I think, alone will give you the basis for a great intimate relationship with your partner. Communicate, because so many times... I hear this from people that they'll go. My partner says after six months, oh, I really don't like it when you do that. It's like, well, so for the last six months, you've been literally allowing me to do something that you don't enjoy or makes you uncomfortable. We're not mind readers. You know what I mean? Don't give people enough credit to go. They have enough ego that they're not going to fall apart if you go. Hey, you know, I don't really enjoy that. One of the things that I tell people, I can only speak as a man because you know I've never made love to a man, so I don't know really what these experience. be like, But for me, being a man, women's bodies are totally different. I've been with women in my life who literally say to me, you know, I'm extremely sensitive. I don't like a lot of direct pressure on my clitoris, even my vulva. I like some gentle caressing in the area, but you know, I'm really sensitive. You got to be really careful. I've dated other women and say, I'm not sensitive at all for me to climax. I need direct you know, manual stimulation. And every once in a while I like laugh to myself, I go, how could these two people be of the same species? You know what I mean? It's that, just totally different. So it's important that you communicate because if your last partner, if you're a man, had a very sensitive general area and you were really careful and then your next partner requires really direct, you know, vigorous stimulation, you're not going to know that until they tell you, you know? So I tell people that a lot of times early on in a relationship, I'll say to my partner, I want you to masturbate for me. And they'll go, what? Sometimes people are like, I'll tell you what. I said, well, listen, we're fairly, fairly new in our intimate relationship. And, you know, I can learn over a period of time or what you like, or you can just show me, you know what I mean? And you don't have to think like I'm showing you, but by doing it, no one touches themselves in ways that are uncomfortable to them because they're in total control. They're going to do what they enjoy. So it literally helps the man to have an understanding of how a woman likes to be touched, pressure, area, you know, the whole thing. So that's part of that open, honest communication. Now, it may not be immediate. Sometimes a person might need a little more time to be comfortable, but it's also very erotic, you know, for a person to watch their partner, you know, pleasure themselves. I mean, I'm part voyeur, big part voyeur. So not only is it educational, but I I really enjoy it. So I tell people, if you're truly in an intimate relationship, drop the boundaries, you know what I mean? And open yourself up to sharing yourself completely with your partner. It will develop a higher sense of trust. And at the same time, help educate your partner so that he knows what the best way to please you is.
0: Love that. And I think with both of those in communication and creativity, they're just so important. I think in this age, we have the crisis of Lack of creativity in the bedroom because many times people saying that you know I my partner has low desire and I see that a lot for women that people think like they're like in heterosexual relationship the female partner has low desire but what's happening is that people are bored of having the same experiences they had maybe it was great early on right now it's not that exciting like thinking about your favorite meal if I love the meal like uh, that I like my favorite meal if I'm having it every single meal then like second week, I'm not going to be as enthusiastic about it. Second week, how about 20
1: years? Yeah, you'll go, (laughs) oh my, I tell this to people all the time. And you say to someone, what's your favorite meal? And they go, oh, my favorite meal is lobster. And you had to eat it every day for 20 years. Someone go, what do you want? They go, anything but lobster, anything but lobster. You know, like, because... One of the things that it's your favorite food because it's a delicacy. you don't eat it all the time. That's why we were talking earlier and I said, shake it up. Do some things that are outside your comfort zone, you know, make love in a jacuzzi. You know, who knows? Maybe your neighbor might look over the thing. and add some excitement. And even if they do, who cares? OK, maybe it'll spice up their life a little bit. They'll go, hey, maybe we <laughs> ought to go make love in a jacuzzi. So don't get into routines. Just like you said, I don't think a lot of times it's a lack of design. desire. Desire, just like you said, if they go, my partner doesn't have desire, your partner's bored. Your partner's like, oh, here we go again. I might as well go take a spin class or I might as well go take hot yoga. You know, it's like, all I'm going to do is sweat and get it over with, but it's not that stimulating. Freshen it up.
0: Love that. And we have a checklist, free checklist. People can check out like more than hundreds hundred ways that people can spice things up. They can check it out in the show notes. But I love that. Like sometimes even doing a small change in the routine that you're having, maybe you have sex in front of the window. Like even if you don't want to go to public, that can be exciting. Yes. There's just so many different ways, small ways that you can spice it up. You can have it small or big. And going back to the communication piece is that, Sometimes people are, they don't have the language and it's, they, things can drastically change if you give your partner some guidance and direction. I had this couple that they were referred to me by another colleague, wonderful psychologist. And the challenge was the guy had experienced early ejaculations for, for years and they went to urologist, one doctor after another. And when they got to me, I was like, oh my God, they already are kind of explored everything. <laughs> What am I going to teach this couple? So we're talking about what is happening. And I asked them when they were in the room, okay, the male partner, what do you do? Kind of like when, when you're when you're starting with foreplay to play, what do you do? And like when we had this conversation, we realized that he was not stimulating the partner's clit enough. So we had the partner in the room. We had one of those, maybe you've seen that we have this Volvo puppets that yes. uh, most sex therapists have. Yes. And the wife was sharing with us that how, what kind of a stimulation helps her to experience orgasm and they come for two more sessions and they were good right because it's just a matter of closing the arousal gap doing what helps for your partner with focusing kind of helping your partner with increasing their arousal they were able to be successful and sometimes it's just a matter of communication as you said kind of where to honey where to touch how to touch it this is how i like so i think communication is really important i know
1: and it is tough for women because men have fragile egos and sometimes if you bring something up the man's like how dare you criticize my lovemaking? You know what I mean? I guess because I'm older, I'm like, I want you to tell me so that I can give you the most intense and the highest number of orgasms possible because my life experience has taught me that the more satisfied you are, the more you're going to make sure I'm satisfied. You know, that's Mm -hmm. extremely, extremely important. I tell people a lot of times if they suffer from rapid or early ejaculation, a lot of men, you start literally getting into your own head. And even when you start, oh my God, I hope I can last long enough. So I tell people, put one in the bank. And they go, what does that mean? I go, if you suffer from early or rapid ejaculation, give your partner an orgasm before you start intercourse, whether it be orally, digitally, using a vibrator, whatever, because if indeed you've already given her one orgasm prior to starting, that anxiety of like, oh my God, I hope she has an orgasm is gone. That will actually help you with your ejaculation issues because it'll take that stress away. It'll take that anxiety away if you're already going, oh my God, I hope I can last long enough because you'll know that she's already had an orgasm or a climax.
0: Right, right. And I think the other part of it is when people have those incidents of early ejaculation that can turn very such a shaming thing for them they think about oh "Oh god that happened i don't want to be there anymore like i had marriages that turned to a sexless marriage after a couple time of the male partner having that experience and they never talked about it and like 10 years later now they're not they're not having sex so i think communication is really really important And I think it's good for people to build this habit of talking about their sex life, starting from outside. And one exercise at a time I give my own clients is that at the end of sexual encounter as part of aftercare, tell your partner that something that you enjoyed about (coughs) being with them. I love that with this specific thing with together. So I love that when you did this. So build each other confidence, that's that's really, really important. So I think that's that's something else that's important. Do you have any other traits that you that's on your left?
1: You mean in terms of uh, behavioral?
0: Right, right. Those
1: would be the basics I think. Those would be the fundamental issues that I think are most important. None come to mind as like, oh, this is a, you know, something that most people need to do, you know? Like I said, open honest communication, creativity mm-hmm. are probably the most. This isn't behavioral. But I would say, make sure that if you do want to be active sexually, that you keep yourself in good physical condition cardio wise, stretching wise, you know, nothing is more uncomfortable than to literally give out physically when you're intimate with someone, you go, Oh my God, I could last longer, but I can't physically take it anymore. Or, Oh, I got a cramp. You know what I mean? Like I, so I tell people, if you want to be vigorously and and active sexually, it's important to just go to the gym, you know what I mean? Or walk or run and stretch, get yourself in a better peak physical condition because it makes you not only feel better about yourself, but it allows you to perform better as well.
0: Absolutely. And certainly helps with confidence, regardless of the level of activity, right? When you're doing something that you love, you feel so good about yourself and all of those feeling good hormones that will translate in the bedroom. I tell people who that times struggle with performance is like maybe doing some physical activity that you like before kind of being intimate with your partner like some of my clients they love running boxing whatever it is so it put you at this place of feeling confidence and that will translate and it that brings more of kind of air of eroticism in the partner play
1: yeah i'm a big person visually like i said i'm a voyeur i love women's bodies and so many times women will be uncomfortable let's turn the lights on i'm like no let's turn every light on okay (laughs) and And I'll never, ever forget how many times in my life I've been in this situation where you literally make love to someone and they get up and they put a sheet around themselves or a towel around themselves. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm kind of shy. I'm like, listen, we just had intercourse and oral sex with one another. I was just, there's nothing, no part of your body I haven't seen. But I think a lot of it comes when people are uncomfortable about their body, you know, and it's crazy, but most men think they're in better shape than they really are. And most women are, I don't care how in shape they are. Oh, I need to lose that extra one pound. I have a little bit of a pooch. I'm like, what? You see women in the gym that are 104 pounds, five foot three, have 8% body fat. They're on the Stairmaster for an hour. I'm like, go have a burger, relax. Okay. You're thin enough. Every guy thinks that he's two sit ups and, you know, a walk around the park from having Speedos on, being on stage posing as Mr. America. And women literally all are hypercritical of their own bodies. Oh, if I just had a little bit bigger breast size. Oh, if they just, just sag a little bit. Oh, if it, you know, as a man, I think it's extremely important to compliment your woman and tell her how enticing and how alluring you find her body to be to help build that confidence. It's not easy being a woman in today's society because if you look at Shape Magazine, you look at women's fitness, their bodies are ridiculous, okay? They have women that obviously, you know, have all kinds of surgeries and enhancements and you can't allow that to be the, the, the standard by which women judge themselves. Normal bodies don't look like what you see on the cover of Shape or Fitness Magazine. Normal bodies aren't the female actresses in porn movies, okay? The average woman isn't five foot four with a 36-inch, you know, C chest that doesn't move and a you know, 20-inch waist and 4% body fat. That's not normal. And that shouldn't be the standard to by which women judge themselves and they're afraid to be judged, you know, on how they truly look. You really have to reassure your woman and tell her that she's sexy and that she looks great so that if she gets up, she doesn't have to feel like she needs to cover herself up, you know, if they go use the restroom or go whatever, you know, that kind of a thing. So as a man, I think it's very important to reassure your partner that they are sexy. They are attractive. I don't think it works the other way around. Guys are already thinking they're better looking than they are. I don't think that's ever been an issue, you know?
0: Yes and no. So one thing about male, I I found that many of my male clients they're so conscious about their size. They think that oh, their you mean body's penis size, right? Like oh, that's
1: <laughs> no. Trust me, you're exactly right there. I was talking about the overall physical right, here. So, right, No, there's not a guy in the world that doesn't wish he had a bigger penis. I swear to God, it's so crazy i saw this stat one time this was back in 2013 when i first started the company that they asked 100 males what's the one thing if you could change would give you a better sex life 73 percent of men said bigger penis i swear to god they asked 100 women what's the best thing and they said if my husband or boyfriend could last long you know the you know i think part of it is if you watch porn you know, most men think the average man has a 10-inch penis. It's the circumference of a beer can that he can thrust for 45 minutes. And right before he ejaculates, he jumps off, run across the room and shoot his partner with <laughs> deadly accuracy right in the forehead. You know what I mean? And that creates this mythology, like if you're a normal man, then you're less than well endowed. You know what I mean? A man of any penile length, if he's a creative lover, can satisfy his partner and have a satisfactory sex life. So a lot of guys, because they watch porn, it's available. Let's face it. If you have a phone or a laptop or an iPad, and, you know, I always laugh because they say 90%, 95% of people say they've watched porn. And I go, the other 5% are lying. Okay. Because you can't tell me anyone at some point or another and go, I'm just curious. Let me, you know, some people daily, you know? And so, you have to realize that that's not the norm, okay? It's like you don't watch an NBA basketball game, then go out at halftime and go, I need to be able to dunk with both hands. So why is it different when it comes to sex? So there needs to be more realistic porn where people can look at average normal people and see how they, you know, are intimate so that they don't have this, you know, this misconception in their mind.
0: Love that. And I think going back to your comment about compliment, then- Maybe you want to compliment your partner coming from the place of authenticity, of course. We're not just like, our, everyone knows when you're just saying things, but you want to compliment your partner on things that perhaps they are uncomfortable and kind of like insecure about. I think oh, like that giving, giving your partner, if, if you think they're a wonderful lover, you enjoy being with them. If you like the size of their penis, whatever it is, tell them. And for many women, like when it comes to oral sex, they say, oh, we don't like oral sex. I, I work with lots of couples and many women. It's like, I don't like oral." sex when we break it down after they trust me they tell me i don't like the shape of my vulva because it doesn't match the porn kind of women or i i'm scared i taste funny and i think like in their partner they just so they scared. have
1: a foul odor or whatever right. no a lot of women when they say they don't like oral sex it's not that they don't like oral sex because let's face it if it's done correctly you have an orgasm from it okay so it's positive positive. Just like you said, it might be, does my vagina look funny? Mm-hmm. Does it taste funny? Does it smell funny? Yeah, that's why open, honest communication is important. If it has a funny taste or a funny smell, hopefully your partner can convey that and say it's nothing against you personally, it might just be body chemistry, mm-hmm. you know? So that might be it, you know? I can't imagine a guy going, hey, this doesn't look right. What are you gonna hold up a picture? You know what I mean? Like, you know, like that's so crazy because you're not going down on your partner, you know, because you go, wow, I find this visually enticing. Generally, it's because you feel closed and you want to satisfy that person, you know? So it's important to let your partner know that it's something you enjoy doing, and that if it wasn't, then I certainly would tell you and wouldn't be doing it so you can relax and enjoy it and have an orgasm and not be sitting there going, oh, my God, I hope it tastes good. I hope it doesn't smell bad. You know what I mean? I hope it's visually pleasing, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's like the partner job to reassure their partner, if that's true, that it tastes OK, smell OK, look OK for you or it's exciting. Yeah. And sometimes, again, if there are some odd other kind of like challenges, it's something that easily can be fixable. It's just a matter of like, but if that's not the case, reassure your partner as much as, as you can. Well, I know that people are dying to hear more about things that they can buy, right? Because yeah. it's <laughs> it's easier to buy things than cultivate things. <laughs> Yeah, I get a lot of questions from different media about those things. So what are like four things that you think that couples... Every single couple, it's helpful if they have to the think that they can quote unquote have or buy.
1: I think number one, lube. Okay. If you're having sex for any extended period of time, which hopefully you are, lubrication really helps the sexual experience. That's important. So and there's silicone lubes, water based lubes, organic aloe vera lubes, there's many different types. You just have to find the right one for you. Silicone lubes are generally used more with toys and stuff. You can use them for your intimacy, but I will tell you that silicone lubes take about two days to wash off. You know what I mean? And you're still like, oh my God, how do I get this off? They, they take a while to get, to get rid of. So they're not my personal favorite only because, you know, literally your clothes are sticking to you afterwards, even after your shower, because it takes a while to get those off, but they are effective. So I think lubes are extremely important because they add to the overall experience. We have a, a new product that's been around a year and a half that is extremely effective and it's female arousal gel and it's crazy but about 75% of women absolutely love it and it's a warming gel so what it does, it's nothing systemic it's not going to change your body chemistry it's a warming gel what it does is help promote blood flow into your vulva and into your clitoris what that does is blood flow increases warmth, increases moisturization It's very positive because just like we talked about early, a lot of guys aren't that big into foreplay, you know, and we need to educate them. But while we're educating them, it's not bad to try some female arousal gel because there's an arousal gap. Women take a little bit longer. Men don't last as long. That's one of the ways we can help bridge that arousal gap by allowing women to feel warm and moist and lubricated naturally. And that's why the female arousal gel helps. Our primary and our hero product, the product that the company was founded on, is Promescent Delay Spray. And it is, if anyone's ever used a delay spray, said, well, I didn't really like it because it numbed me and it numbed my partner. Prior to us, all the delay sprays that were out there did exactly that. They numbed you, numbed your partner. And I used to tell people, if you're gonna use one of those, you might as well go take a spin class or a hot yoga class. You're both sweating and moving, but no one's climaxing because everybody's numb. The founder of our company, Dr. Ronald Gilbert, developed a very specific technology and it's eutectic. So lidocaine in its simple form is a solid, it's a crystal. It sits on top of the skin. That's why it numbs you and it transfers. So he created this novel eutectic formula that changes lidocaine from a crystal to an oil aqueous form. When it does that, it penetrates the dermis or stratum corneum and goes to the sensory nerves underneath. So what happens is the man maintains a much higher degree of surface sensitivity and it doesn't transfer to the female partner. When you have that extra time, then more women have orgasms. They can climax. More men have, in some cases, a lot of men will tell you the longer they thrust, the more powerful the climax. So they have better orgasms. So it's just something to help people have more simultaneous orgasms and more orgasms through intercourse which is always a good thing you want to give your partner as many orgasms as possible but if you can have them both during intercourse it it tends to lead to more of a feeling of closeness more of a bonding feeling and a lot of men who rapidly or premature ejaculate say there's just a difference when we're hip to hip and we're having you know orgasms together then it's a more powerful connection so I think that's really important. We have another product called VitaFlux, and it's a nitric oxide supplement for both men and women. Now, the crazy part is it has non-sexual benefits as well as sexual benefits. So let me tell you the benefits that are non-sexual first. It promotes blood flow. It's L-carnitine, L-citrulline, L-arginine, magnesium, and zinc, which are three amino acids and two minerals. So what this does, it promotes blood flow. When you have increased blood flow, it breaks up plaque in your arteries, lowers your blood pressure, which is a good thing for everybody. So every vein and every article in every human being's body is surrounded by an epithelial layer. What that does when you're young, it's very supple, So it's very soft. It allows good stuff, hormones, vitamins, minerals to enter your bloodstream. And it keeps bad stuff, you know, viruses and bacteria. When it hardens, it becomes even better at keeping bad stuff out. But unfortunately, it starts keeping good stuff out. When it keeps good stuff out, that means hormones don't absorb as well. For both men and women, what happens when your hormone level drops? You get more body fat and less lean muscle, which is not a good look for anybody. For women, especially women in their late 30s, mid to late 30s, early 40s, you literally start to lose the ability to lubricate naturally when your hormone level goes down. So you have to use a lot of outside lubrication. Then when you go through the change, you go through menopause, it even accentuates that even more. So those are the non-sexual benefits. More lean muscle tissue, less body fat more energy, better to recover from workouts because you get oxygenated, rich blood. Now let's get to the sexual benefits for men. It gives you increased blood flow into your genitals, which it's not going to make you, you know, potent if you're impotent, if you have impotent, you need something, you know, prescription, but it will give the average man about a 5% better erection, which who doesn't want a little bit of a harder, firmer erection. Okay. A lot of men will tell us because of the increased blood flow, they have better orgasms and better libido, which is always important as you age. For women, you have that ability to lubricate better, and you also, it increases your libido. As we age, libido just has a tendency to go down because of decreased hormones. So VitaFlux is an extremely important product for both men and women. Sexual desire and sexual function are both aided, but it also helps you recover from workouts and gives you more lean muscle tissue. So that's been an extraordinary product for us. So we've been very happy with that product. So those are what I would call our core products. We also have condoms, which are important to make sure that you have pregnancy prevention and disease prevention, which is part of having a higher degree of comfort when you're in them you're not worried and having anxiety about those types of things we have before and after wipes that have been hugely successful for us and I know that you really liked them and promoted them and the reason I liked them is I had been introduced to some of these before and after wipes and it was the craziest thing they came in this like plastic tub and you pull one out and then the next one comes out and then it gets dry because it's out and if you're going away you're like You go to a club for an evening or you're traveling somewhere, you can't take a plastic tub with you. You know what I mean? The reason I like the ones that we have, they're individually wrapped, you know, and let's face it. If you're, you know, you go out dancing, you go to a club or, you know, whatever. And, you know, even if you took a shower two, three hours before, sometimes you just like to freshen up the area before you're intimate with your partner, especially if you're going to have oral sex. So it's very easy to have this little, you know, aloe vera, you know, antiseptic wipe just to wipe the area. Plus it's nice for a cleanup afterwards. So that's been a nice product for us. All these products are designed with having better intimacy having a higher degree of confidence whether it's cleanliness or you know cleaning up after the area whether it's having a higher degree of arousal being able to last longer having more desire this company was founded by a urologist and our whole goal has always been to help people have better intimacy through knowledge through education through doing your homework don't just buy something and then not even read up on know how not to use it properly because one of the things that we really stress is we want people to become repeat customers. We want people to see that we bring value and that our products work. You know, there are some companies that all they do is drive people to the store. They don't even really sell on their website. It's like, go buy it. It's available. Well, and then people go buy it and try it. And the whole goal is just to see how many we can sell. I would rather have a thousand repeat customers who bought every 60 days that have 50,000 people a year that all buy one time and never come back because we know that we have a value proposition. We know that people use our products and enjoy our products and really find value in them. We've never tried to have the cheapest products. we've tried to have the best products. We've always really wanted people to really be comfortable when they come to our site and buy our products. We've recently added a line of vibrators, really top quality, high-end vibrators. And people said, oh my God, that's out of your comfort zone. You guys are gels and lotion and lubes. I said, trust me, we have a very informed, very loyal client base and we took off immediately. And initially a lot of guys were buying those products for their women. And some of the women obviously buying them for themselves, but there's a lot of male masturbatory vibrators that are out there now. And we've been tremendously successful with those. And we've had to break down that barrier that a lot of men have that, Oh my God, if I'm using a male masturbatory device, that means I'm a loser. I'm alone. I don't have a partner. It's not that at all. A lot of women, even in relationships still have a vibrator that they use and they enjoy and we've tried to educate a lot of our male customers. You can make yourself a better lover by having an ejaculatory device that you practice on so that without the anxiety of being with a partner, that you get a higher degree of comfort when you reach that point of no return, that point of inevitability, that you get to a point that you understand the feelings that you, you encounter right before, during ejaculation. There's nothing wrong with masturbation. And if you can do it with a toy specifically designed to give you better sensation, better sensations, that's much better than doing it alone by yourself or, you know, by hand. So, it's all about breaking down barriers, having people look at sex as something positive, something constructive to their life and something that they can improve, they can enhance and not just look at it as like, turn the lights out and get it over with enjoy it, enhance it. So many other areas of our life, like we talked about earlier, you go to the gym to work out better and look better and have your clothes fit better. You go to a stylist to have your hair colored and cut a certain way. You know, you go to a clothing store, I got to get these new clothes, they make me fit good. You know, women get spanks. you know what I mean? It makes my shape look good. Let's face it, you're doing all that to appear more attractive and to have more self-confidence. What can make you more attractive and more self-confidence than to be better in the bedroom? And that's the, tagline of our company, Promescent, better in bed. So it's a mindset. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed of wanting to be a better lover.
0: Love that. And many of the products I personally use, and I I agree with you, I think every single couple, they need to have a kind of different types of lube in their nightstand. And then sometimes people feel like, Oh God, like if it says like, I'm not excited enough, there's something wrong with me. But I'm telling you, if you're exploring your creative mind, there are so many different things they can do that, that can help you if you're using lube to experience those things. Not, not sometimes people use spit and the saliva and the moment to uh, substitute for lubricant, but there's so many great lubricant out there. I even tell people that I personally don't use the one that they sell in drugstores the quality yes. of the lube is drastically different when you're buying it from a sexual health company i currently were using the water base from a that you guys send us and I, I love it like i used to love silicon base but i also love my sheets
1: yeah <laughs> so,
0: like i attention.
1: Attention. <laughs> said you use silicon base your sheets are stained your clothes stick to you I mean, there's been a couple of times I use silicone lube. I mean, in there scrubbing with soap and I'm like, this won't come off. I mean, it's like and for two days, my shirt's sticking to me, you know, that kind of thing. Your sheets, forget about it. I mean, they literally are permanently stained, you know? And so I do like silicone lube. I just don't like the after effects of it. But lube is so important. You know, when people use spit, I guess if you're out in the woods and you have no lube, okay, it's better than nothing. But it's not designed to facilitate really smooth sexual activity. And it makes whatever you're doing better by having quality lube. And I think sometimes if a guy rapidly or early ejaculates, having lubes actually helps because it cuts down on the friction, which will lead to an earlier ejaculation
0: so accurate and they can the experience is going to be better like because many women they just don't enjoy a certain position because it feels uncomfortable so yes. if we have loops and they're going to be more openness with being creative and experience different things. I know me and you, when we were talking about it, we uh, we talked about the uh, before and after vibes and what a surprise winner. So I I offer my female friends a lot of gifts when they come over and they love those vibes. I was like, you know, I cannot give it away anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I need to say some for myself. I'll send you some more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I appreciate that. And I think it just kind of like gives you an added comfort when you wanna experiment with sexual kind of novelty, sexual experiences outside. Yes. All you would need is to have a couple packs of the wipes and you said they're beautifully packaged and they're small and the yeah. lube, bottle of lube and you can yes. be creative and you can have sex everywhere you go. <laughs> <laughs> if that's something you're into it.
1: We have another product I don't know if you're aware of. We've actually created some Promescent Delay Wipes.
0: Mm. Oh, really? And Interesting. They're
1: even a smaller package. It's like the size of a quarter. It's a, mm-hmm. a Delay Wipe because if you're out, sometimes you don't want to carry a bottle with you Mm -hmm. now because it doesn't have as much fluid it's not quite as effective as the spray Mm -hmm. but on a scale of one to ten if the spray is an eight the wipe is a five which is much better than not having anything and they've been really popular so we tell people Promescent spray on the nightstand, Promescent wipe on the go. You're going away for the weekend. You don't want to carry a bottle with you. You're going to a club one night. You're going out dancing in the movies with your girlfriend. You don't want to carry a bottle in your pocket. You just take some of the wipes that so they've been very effective for us, but a lot of people use them in conjunction with the spray. Like I said, promescent spray on the nightstand, promescent wipes on the go. So that's that's our newest product.
0: Exciting. Uh, yeah, I would definitely would like to try it. So tell us yeah. if our listeners are curious to learn more about the products, every, everything that you mentioned, where can they get a hold of you and the product? Here's
1: the most important thing. I'll talk about the product first. We're available at GNC at about half the GNC stores and a 1,000 Walmart stores and all the target stores for our sprays, our delay sprays. But I always tell people, start at our site, www.promescent P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, And the reason I say start at the site, if you go to our website, you're going to see physician testimonials. You're going to see clinical studies that show you that why these products work, what makes them work. You're gonna see videos from certain doctors telling you how to use the product. The most important thing is to go to our site and get educated so you're buying the right product for the right reason, okay? We don't want you buying you know, VitaFlux thinking you're impotent, you're gonna get a massive erection, that's not the case. It's gonna give you more energy, it'll decrease body fat, it'll help with erection capability, but it's not going to give you an erection if you have major issues. So number one, we want you to buy the right product for the right reason. Number two, we have videos where they show you how to use the product, like the spray and everything else. So we want you to use it correctly. We want you to dose it correctly so that you have the best experience. Then if you go, wow, I really want it, but I don't want to order it online, you type in your zip code. It'll show you what stores carry what products. You can go five miles, 10 miles, 20, whatever. So that's why the best place, go to the site to determine which products for what reason that you want to order and to properly use them. You can buy them there. We're just like Amazon free shipping, money back guarantee, everything. But if you want to get them elsewhere, then type in your zip code. It'll show you where to get them. So that's the most important thing. Me personally, my email is jeff.abraham, like Abraham Lincoln, A-B-R-A-H-A-M at promessage.com. I answer every single email that I get from any potential customers, any questions. We're here to educate because we feel the more knowledge you have, the higher possibility there are of you using us and being satisfied. You can reach out to me on Twitter. It's jeffabraham One one, one, or on Instagram, Jeff Abraham, one, 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 or on Facebook, just Jeff Abraham and send me a question, an email or direct message. I answer all questions. We're in the education business. I took a lot of criticism when I first started the company because I developed this website and I wanted to keep a lot of our information and having a lot of people, you know, come to the website and be educated. Some people said, is that a university, an educational website, or are you trying to sell product? I said both. I believe, because most companies that we compete with, they don't even have a website. All it is is they funnel you, they run ads and go go to Walmart, go to Target, go to CBS that doesn't allow you to really evaluate the product and really and truly do your homework. If you go to our website, you see Dr. Larry Levine. He's on our medical advisory board from Rush University in uh, Chicago. You see Dr. Mohit Kira, who's the president of Sexual Medicine Society of North America at Baylor University. You see Dr. Wayne Hellstrom, who is the president of the International Society of Sexual Medicine. These are our board members. And people are like, oh my God, I go... Our products are based in science and a lot of these sex experts realize that it's extremely important that people get good products with science behind them that work because there's so much trash out there. I wish I was kidding, but there's deer antler extract, bull testicle derivative, shark fin. There are so many bogus products out there that it's really depressing, you know, that people are out there making money just slinging trash and garbage. There's a couple of companies that have these herbal remedies for ED that have been caught putting sildenafil in oh, no. them. and you know that jeopardizes the person's health. The reason mm-hmm. they're prescription, you can die if you have heart conditions from taking these things. So one of the reasons why we have so much support in the medical community, they realize we're doing the right things for the right reasons and educating people and making sure we bring quality products with clinical trials that that show the efficacy of some of these products. So we're serious about what we do and we're successful because there's no shortcuts. We don't go for instant gratification. We want people using our products, becoming repeat customers and telling others, this is a good company with good products.
0: Well, thank you so much for putting all of these wonderful products out there. I talked during this month about the ones that I personally use and I'm very particular about what I use. Yes. <laughs> so if I say use something, then I feel very comfortable and I've done research and thank you so much again, bringing awareness onto this topic. And it was so it was my pleasure to have you on the show today.
1: We're very particular about who we partner with, what shows I go on. If someone goes, oh, I want you to come on the show. I heard you on the show. You're really entertaining whatever and they don't ask for samples they don't want to try it i won't go on Mm -hmm. because to me that's not who we are we're proud of what we do i want you to speak to your audience and go i use these products they work okay? That's the most important thing for us, the credibility. And a lot of companies are like, hey, if you can send people our way, who cares? You know what I mean? No, we want people that have the same message that we do, that sex is a normal, healthy part of life. Experience it, enhance it, enjoy it. And we want people that are very comfortable with who we are and know why we do what we do and who we are and that, we don't cut corners and they feel comfortable with our products because they have personal experience with them. So it's a pleasure to be here. And, you know, I have to thank you for giving us an opportunity because you have a very, very well-informed audience that listens to you.
0: Well, thank you again. Thank you. It was my pleasure to have you on the show and hopefully we'll have you back in the future. Have a great day. Just let me know.
1: I, I, I'll always come when a person, like I said, you said it earlier, I, you know, I get done with a podcast and I know it's a good one when I feel like I just had a conversation with a friend, you know what I mean? Like, cause then later Ryan will say to me, he's my marketing director. How'd that podcast go? What? Oh, that's right. That was a podcast. You know, I wasn't just talking to Dr. Molly. She's my friend. You know what I mean? It's like, you have to think like, Because I think one of the things that makes a good podcast, you don't sit here and say, oh, I'm trying to sell something. You don't sit here and say, I'm trying to create, you know, an urgency. No, you know what you do? You trust the person whose podcast it is because, you know, they know their listeners very well. And they know what their listeners need to know and want to know. They ask you questions and you answer them. And then you just have trust in that eventually, because you have good products, everything will work. And that's been our philosophy. And fortunately, it's worked. And we're going to continue to do it.
0: Well, thank you.
1: Pleasure's mine.
0: I hope you guys found our conversation meaningful. It's always a delight to talk to Jeff about his experience of talking, working with so many people who are working on their sexual health. And he's seeing things from a different perspective that I see as a clinician. I feel like I see mostly people who are struggling and him seeing people are working on their sexual wellness because that's kind of people who does the market research too. I know that perhaps you were thinking about sex toys other products that we haven't talked about. I could have talked to Jeff again for another half an hour about the sex toys, all of those things. I wrote multiple parts in the different kind of Huffington Post articles that it's a collection of the products that myself and other colleagues are recommending. If you are looking for specific recommendations, you can check those articles. Again, thank you so much for listening to this show. We will resume our episodes around sexual skills. So there are tons of wonderful, exciting sexual skills coming your way. And let me know if you tried any of the product we talked about. think and I also wanted to, again, thank our sponsor, Permescent, for sponsoring our episode this month. And if you're curious to learn more about their products, go to promescent.com and check out all sorts of lubes and delay the spray, all of the wonderful things that they have in their website. And if you want to give us extra love, mention that you came from our podcast. I hope you have a lovely week and I'll talk to you next week.